0: Welcome back into the Tide Talk podcast from the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood here with Jake Thomas. Jake, what's up, bud? Man, doing good. Just uh, glad tomorrow is Friday. Let's bring on the weekend. <laughs> well, that's good news for you. You don't work a weekend shift like I well, do, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: But it's good for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we're uh, we're excited to, to be back again with an episode. Uh, we're going to give everybody a couple minutes to to you know get on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're certainly excited to be doing another live episode. If you are watching right now, make sure you share in our Facebook Facebook group. You know, share the YouTube link, the the live stream on Facebook. If you're watching on Twitter. Uh, You know, retweet that. We'd certainly appreciate that. And real quick, got to pay the bills around here. we're want to tell everybody about our friends at betonline.ag. You know, if you're into sports betting, then betonline.ag is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures uh, or who you think is going to win the championship, betonline.ag has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. So visit the website today or use your mobile device uh, you know, if you, if you sign up today, you receive that 50% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag. All right. Yeah, we got some some people coming in now. Uh, our, boy, our boy, Lane Gerbig. What's up, Lane? Yeah, Lane. How you let's, doing, brother? Let's get it. Roll Tide. Roll uh, Tide. Everybody follow Lane's lead. Y'all jump in the comment section. We're going to let this be as, you know, listener-driven as much as possible. And mm-hmm. uh, we do have a couple things we're just going to – kind of touch on jake's got some questions for me kind of a new little segment we're going to be doing every now and then here on the show so we're going to be introducing that and talking a little bit about fall camp uh football season just right around the corner guys so we're certainly excited about that uh tell us tell us what you're thinking about the season you know how you feel about certain position groups or anything like that <laughs> Uh oh. See now now Lane's lying. Ooh, good good hey. to see you handsome man. Unless yeah. unless somehow the, the computer is enhancing my image. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh he's just lying to us. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate the kind, kind words, Lane. We, we love it, Lane. you, buddy.
1: Appreciate it, Lane. Hey, uh, I think around here, I think there's eight days until high school football starts. And you know where we live at, Stacey, that's pretty big around around our part. So I yeah, mean really yeah, excited
0: fo- about that. Football is here. That's right. Yeah, we're we're really excited. Uh let's just uh let's talk a little bit about fall camp. Uh mm-hmm. if if you want to, Jake. Uh yeah. of course, you know, there's been some practice reports out and you know the media only has a few minutes to to view the 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 practices, you know, every couple of days. And uh just I, I guess the biggest news so far was the fact that, you know, Billingsley kind of missed a couple of practices last yeah. week. Uh, but he's kind of since moved on for that and he's been back at practice. Uh and then then Xavier Williams is is out due to a medical issue. So, you know, we're certainly thinking about him and you know, hate that for him. He was kind of I think he was probably gonna compete for maybe that fourth wide receiver spot maybe this year. You know, he caught I think he played in three games last year. Yeah. Caught about three passes. I think he even caught one in the uh in the championship game, you know, in mop up duty. So mm-hmm. Uh, I hate that for for Xavier or Ziggy as, as Coach Saban and the players call him. But uh, yeah, I hate that. But uh, you know, it kind of is what it is. Somebody else is gonna have to step up now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, I, I, I mean, agree with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, go ahead, take that, Jack. Go ahead.
1: No, I mean that it's it's definitely loaded, and you know it's it's crazy to think about that just. You know, just a few short years ago, we had Shane Lee, you know, starting at linebacker. Now he's like third or fourth on the depth chart. You know, that that's how loaded that, that linebacker room is right now. It's insane. Yeah, but I mean...
0: The- yeah, two years ago, Shane Lee and yeah, Christian Harris ago. were kind of, you know, mm-hmm. thrust into the starting lineup due to, you know, Josh McMillan's injury and Dylan Moses' injury. So they were kind of forced to play before they were really ready. Uh, mm-hmm. You've seen the the improvement from Christian Harris. Of course, Shane Lee has kind of been pushed back down the depth chart, like you mentioned, but uh, both are talented guys. But like you said, now we got Henry Toa Toa, Jalen Moody, Christian Harris – uh, then you're then you start talking about guys like Shane Lee and uh, you know a freshman Deontay Lawson and we hadn't even touched on the the edge defenders there at outside mm-hmm. linebacker with with you know the best duo in my opinion in the country and and Chris Allen and uh, Will Anderson, absolutely. And I don't know if you saw what Will Anderson said about two or two the other the other day,
1: but he mentioned that it seems like you know it's like you know two or two has been in the on the defense for years now that he's already learned that playbook and and learned what he needs to do so i mean if he's already got it down pat man that's scary for for opposing teams you know the next couple uh you know for the next year at least
0: yeah uh, and lane says he's he's a little biased toward the linebacker room he's he's a linebacker's coach so he's Mm -hmm. he's a defensive guy so that's why lane said that but yeah this the 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 edge defenders the line like lane said the linebacker group as a whole is just i mean i I don't even have the right adjective to describe it man it's uh (laughs) the the room is loaded plenty of talent uh plenty of depth which is a good thing because you know they they do take some shots so it's it's always good to have some you know and what's crazy is guys like king makuta drew Mm -hmm. sanders uh, Chris Braswell, those guys would pretty much be playing anywhere else in the country. Right. And, you know, they they might see 15% of the snaps this year on defense, you know, this for this season. Maybe I'm not sure how they're going to sub and, you know, what different packages they're going to have, but uh, – it's going to be hard to take Allen and, and Anderson off the field. So, because they're both three down players, they're both good right. against the run and and they both can rush the passer. So there's really no need to take those two guys off the field, you know, unless they need a breather or something like that. So uh, just just going to be anxious to see how they rotate those guys at linebacker.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But like you said, it, it's so deep right now. It's, it's insane. Uh, like you mentioned, any of them guys – could be starting anywhere else, but yeah, they're said, you know, they're trying to fight for, for a spot, but I mean, the, the guys who are starting, there's no room for them guys to get on the field.
0: Yeah, that's right. Hey, And real quick, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on YouTube, Apple podcasts, Spotify, just wherever you listen to podcasts at. And if you, if you watch us on YouTube, and obviously, if you're watching this live, jump in the comment section, hit that thumbs up button. Let's get the conversation going. We certainly appreciate that. Our last video, the recruiting update we did, uh, has has done really well. So we appreciate everybody that's watched that and mm-hmm. you know got jumped in the comments. So we we greatly appreciate that. Uh, and w- before we move away from the linebackers, I, I want to talk a little bit about Dallas Turner. I don't know if you've watched any of the uh, kind of the little video clips that's been put out. That dude looks like a third year junior man or th- third year sophomore. He 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 looks the part already at, at out there at edge, you know, outside linebacker position. Dallas Turner is a dude to watch. And uh I'm really excited to see, you know, him, Chris Braswell, Keanu Coat is another guy. I mean, it, the the list goes on and on. It really does. We could sit here <laughs> and probably talk for 30 minutes you know, about each of those guys and right. you know, how, how great a players they are and, you know, what kind of prospects they have in the college game. So, really excited about that room. Uh, you know, y'all jump in the comments. Uh, let us know your thoughts about this fall camp. What position groups are you kind of have your eye on? Uh, I am interested now in seeing how Billingsley kind of uh, works himself back into the rotation. Uh, he's going to be too talented to keep off the field. We know that. but uh, Absolutely. But the freshman tight end we got, I don't know if anybody's noticed this or not, but Robbie, I want to say you pronounce it oots or outs one. I'm not sure. I I think it's oots, but he is listed at 260 pounds as a true freshman tight end. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's a mauler, man. I think he's going to be great down there at the goal line, you know, and, you know, fourth and goal or third and goal down there at the one or two-yard line. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like Josh McMillan was last year at fullback. I'm not saying he'll line up at fullback, but I think he's definitely going to be in that package because, you know, he, he played really well in the spring. Uh, everything I heard over the summer, he had a great summer, and he's doing pretty well right now, of course, in these – this this fall camp that's been going on for a few days. So I am I'm I'm excited about that tight end group. We've talked a lot about Billingsley and and Lay and of course Major Tennyson is still around. You know, he's he's entering his Hunter Renfro days at Alabama. Say, <laughs>
1: he's been there a while, it seems like. Yeah. We got, a, we got yeah. a few
0: of those guys like Chris Owens and Brian yeah. Robinson. I mean, I swear, what? I swear, they come in on uh, Saban's first recruiting class. Yeah, you see what Chris
1: Owen said today about the gray in his beard. People <laughs> <Yeah>. think there's <laughs> think, think there's fuzz in his beard, and they tell us like, no, it's just gray hair, you yeah. know. <laughs> so yeah, he's like a he's like a forty year old man on on a college team, you know. But but yeah, it's uh, that that tight end group is, is special, and uh, I'm hoping Billingsley can. Uh, you know, I don't know what the issue was. I think it was handled internally, which is fine. Uh, but, you know, like you said, he's going to be too talented to keep off the field. And we know how much Bill O'Brien loves, you know, tight in. So I know we'll probably see a lot of two tight end sets potentially this year. But Bill Inslee can also go out in the slot as well. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see where, where he's, you know, on the field at.
0: Yeah, I imagine he's going to be moved around quite a mm-hmm. bit this year. And I think that's maybe – one of the reasons that he's had to kind of, I guess, refocus a little bit is because of yeah. how important he could be for this team. Uh, you know, with the loss of Smitty and Waddle, and you know, Miller Forstall's gone now. He was, uh-huh. he was a, a popular target for uh, for Mac Jones, especially in the red zone or yep. you know, sh- short down and distance. You know, a third and five, a third and four. Uh, you know, a little bit too long of a play to try to pick up on the ground. So you try to find the, t- find the tight end. And, and Miller was really good at that. So uh, we re- we ran a lot more 12 personnel last year than I think most of us remember simply because of the weapons that we had. But, uh, you know, Miller four-star four star was a pretty big piece of that offense last year. And uh, it's going to be not difficult to replace him because we have talented guys. But there, right. there's a role now that has to be filled – uh, you know, with Miller gone, but uh, I am excited about uh, Cameron Latu and Jaleel Billingsley,
1: absolutely. And I want to move to uh, the running backs, uh, real quick. Did you see I forgot who put it out, it might have been Saturday down south, their Twitter page, but they had Brian Robinson listed as the third best running back, you know, uh, in the SEC, or, or I mean, I think it was in the in college. Uh, and he was a, a head like Isaiah Spiller and, and you know, so what's your thoughts on uh Brian Robinson?
0: Uh I'll like be Rob. I, 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 I think he's going to be a little better than what most people think. I mean, the truth is he hasn't really had a chance to be the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when him and Najee got there, Damien Harris was still there. And, uh, then, then of course it was Najee Harris's turn. So, uh, and, and Najee was a first round draft pick, and you know he's doing really well in the NFL preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lane says Brian Robinson should get the start. McClellan second string. Yeah, I, I, agree. I, I could I could see that. Uh, also, I, I don't I don't want people to forget about Trey Sanders. Before yeah. Trey Sanders had the car accident, he had kind of s- started taking over the the second most carries on the team behind Najee. He would kind of got in front of B-Rob before that car accident. If you remember that Tennessee game, uh, the Mississippi State game, uh, he was starting to find his way into some carries. And, uh, yeah, I'm with Lane. Lane says right here that he's uh, he's excited about the, the ground game this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's – I mean – Aside from the running backs, think about what Bryce Young can do with his feet. Uh, Not just design runs, but the ability to escape the pocket and, you know, make plays with his feet. And, you know, the defense has everybody covered on third and ten. And what do you know, there goes Bryce Young for a – for a twelve-yard scramble, so I think we're going to see a good bit of that. Uh, one one thing I, I I saw earlier today when I was just kind of looking back at some stats, and this kind of this kind of goes hand in hand with the running back situation and the quarterback situation. But last year, I don't remember the exact numbers. Just kind of doing it off the top of my head, I want to say we averaged around three hundred and fifty something yards passing a game, and about one hundred and eighty-three or one hundred and eighty-six yards rushing a game. So there was a there was a gap between passing yards and rushing yards of 174 yards per game so what i'm saying is we averaged 174 more yards a game passing than we did rushing right uh and so my my question is and my thoughts is how much do you see that gap shrinking this year uh I, i could see it really being 100 yards or less i could see us averaging roughly uh 275 passing and 225 rushing. That's kind of what I, I can really see that happening this year, just with all the backs we have with Bryce Young's ability to run the football. So, uh, just kind of what's your thoughts on that? I thought that was kind of interesting that how big of a gap that was last season. Yeah, it is
1: a big gap. But, um, but yeah, it, it seems like we, you know, we've been using the RPO a lot here lately, uh, especially with kind of like Tua and Mac and uh, guys like that, but, but this year with, uh, you know, I know Bryce Young is uber talented and he's going to get his, get his shot and, and all the games, but I think we're going to see more of a, of a balanced attack per se, maybe running a little bit more than what we have, uh, in the past. Now I'm not saying we haven't run the ball at all. Cause I mean, we, we did cause Najee tore him up yeah, last yeah. year, but, but I mean, I think it's been more of a balanced attack more, you know, just cause I mean, you, You've got it. You got to get Bryce. Get, got to get his feet wet. You know the couple, first couple games, and um, and let let the offensive line gel a little bit. And for me to let the offensive line gel, you run, run it right out the middle and get behind somebody's butt and say, "Get out of my way!" and put push some guys off the line for me. You know, so I, I think B Rob's. You know, and B Rob gets down on his. You know, he he lowers his shoulders and goes through a whole lot like crazy.
0: You know. Yeah, and so, he finished he finished his runs. Uh, going yes. back and watch watching last season's highlights of B Rob, he, he always finished his runs real hard. Yes. Yeah, Lane, Lane's just kind of echoing what, what, what I said. The passing average nearly doubled what the rushing average was. And that, that's right. I think I want to say we averaged about 183 yards on the ground a game, but the difference between uh rushing and and passing was 174. So yeah, you're right that we pretty much doubled up our passing yards compared to our rushing yards. So uh, I, I don't see that being the case this year.
1: No, and it's not. That, I mean, last year you had Smitty, and we had Waterflower time. I mean, you had two reliable guys to go to, and we had Matchy, who who you know kind of broke out like you know last year. But this year you have Matchy, you have Bolden, who who's you know, reliable. And then you have uh, the transfer from Ohio State coming in. But after that, it's it's a group of guys who's never who has a little bit of experience, but some of them don't have any experience at all in games besides the spring game. So, who's going to be that fourth wide receiver to step up or the third, you know, potentially? So, I think we're going to run the ball a little bit more this year than what we have in the past.
0: Yeah. All right, Lane says, I didn't forget about Trey, by the way. I just mm-hmm. – Don't think he's the same guy he was based off what I've seen from camp. Would love for him to be the guy. Um, Me too. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But I'll say this, especially with running backs in camp, you can't see anything about a running back until they're actually scrimmaging and having to to run between the tackles. I mean, running backs just really – Work on fumbling drills. (laughs) I mean, that's there's not really a whole lot as far as you're not going to be able to see uh, what a running back can do because it's and it's like that, you know, really for all positions. But you can kind of get a gauge on the defensive lineman if he's got if he's got a quick step or not, you know, Mm -hmm. coming off off the snap. So, but a running back, I mean, it's it's hard to really see what, what he's like until, you know, the bullets are flying, you know, in the live action. So, you know, we'll, we'll probably find out more, uh, after they, they scrimmage. Of course, we won't see any of that, but, you know, there'll be some whispers and, you know, we, we can kind of talk about that, but, uh, uh, I hope that Trey can can get back to to what he was. If he's just ninety percent of what he was, he's going to be a, a hell of a college running back. So absolutely, I mean, I, yep. I, I'm not worried about the running back situation. Like you mentioned, Jace McClellan's a stud. Roy Williams is a stud, mm-hmm. and of course, Kamar Wheaton is is there as well as a, as a true freshman. And I've I've been hearing things that it's possible that maybe Kamar Wheaton could could help on you know returning kicks or something like that. So that'd be great. I, I, I'm anxious to see how that works out because. Jalen Waddell has been a terror on punt returns and kick returns the last couple of seasons. So gonna be anxious to see how we how we replace him there.
1: Absolutely. And uh one quick thing I want to mention about the running backs is I want to see how they do protecting the quarterback. You know, Najee, uh Derek Henry, it was all the guys in the past, you know, they blocked and, and was really good blockers. So, you know, is B Rob gonna take that next step big? You know, kind of, kind of help block whenever he's not called on to uh, to go out in the passing game, and uh, or you know, McClellan, some of these guys. So that that's something that's that's needed as a as a running back too at Alabama is is to keep you know keep your quarterback you know um, upright and and help out when needed to keep him protected. So we'll, we'll see how how they go on that.
0: Yeah, and uh, real quick. If you're watching this right now, make sure you share the link. Uh, you know whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, share that link so we can get more people in here. If you're watching us, uh, be like Lane. Drop us, some, drop us your thoughts, drop us your questions, and we'll do our best to discuss that. And uh, now we're gonna. Jake's got some some a, a new idea. Jake, tell everybody about your idea. Found kind of a new segment for the podcast.
1: Yeah, I got you know I had a good turnout, uh, good positive feedback from last. was it last week's show we did the uh uh top five um or my top five bowl predictions and um i thought of another another idea uh it's called over under and everybody knows what over under is so i've got five questions uh i got a bonus question but three of them have to do with alabama and then there's two for the sec and then there's uh one about Najee I want to see your thoughts on but uh okay but but what I'll do is I'll start with Najee then I'll hit the the SEC ones and then we'll get to the get to the Bama boys.
0: So full full disclosure I have no idea what he's gonna ask. So I have no prep time whatsoever. (laughs) Right. That's what makes it great. So um so my bonus
1: one for Najee. Najee hurdles three people this year in the NFL over I think so too.
0: I mean they play 17 games right
1: and <laughs> from what i've seen it looks like he's gonna be starting day one you yeah know? oh yeah he's their starter so, he's their starter yeah. so i think i think that's way over but uh, i just thought it'd be a because you really don't see a lot of guys hurtling in the and you don't i, I kind of
0: jumped the gun on that but uh I, i'm I gonna exactly. say over i i would i would say he's gonna have between three and five so yeah i'll i'll, I'll take the over yeah i agree with you on that um well, over,
1: yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, this this is a, uh, the SEC one, two SEC ones now. I think it's going to be three years until Oklahoma makes the SEC title game. Over under on that.
0: Well, that's tough because we don't know how they're going to do the divisions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if they're in a division with Alabama, then, yeah, it's going to be three years or more. Mm-hmm. but if they're you know not in the, a division with Alabama then uh I still think it's probably three years but I it wouldn't surprise me but i, I I'm gonna say I'll say I'll say over I think it's going to be
1: maybe four to five
0: yeah I know, mean it's tough yeah. man I mean mm-hmm. it, it's it I mean right now you're gonna have to beat Alabama or Georgia Right,
1: it's gonna to be tough, and I don't know how they've been talking, but but they're you know I've heard thought, you know rumors that they're thinking about moving Auburn and Alabama to the East, yeah. and then moving Georgia or not Georgia but uh, Oklahoma and Texas to the West. So,
0: well, hey, <laughs> uh, Lane, I, we're going under the assumption Lane that they're going to be here next year because yeah, uh, I don't see them Texas and Oklahoma staying out there. I mean, it'd be like. Breaking up with your girlfriend and then still living with her for four or five years, and <laughs> I mean I, that ain't gonna work.
1: Yeah, the Big Twelve hates Oklahoma and Texas right now, so they're they're ready to get them gone. Probably. Oh,
0: Lane, Lane, off the top rope. Kirby will be an NFL DB's coach by then.
1: <laughs> oh, well, he is kind of Mark Rick ask, you know, if you look at his record. But anyway, sorry, that was a, that was a good one, yeah. Lane. Yeah, it was. Uh, my number four,
0: seven wins for Arkansas this year. Uh, I'm I'm going to take the under. I I would seven is probably right, but uh, they're to me six and six is probably really who they are. So I'm going to take the under. I right, I like that. I I think they could, like you said, potentially get
1: seven, but six is right where. I think they're going to land. If they beat Texas, then they have a really good shot at, at getting to seven. But um, but I just if I had you know, if
0: I had their schedule in front of me, it might be a little uh easier to say. But I, I'm going to take the under because man, they're in a. They, I mean, they got to go through Alabama, A and M, LSU. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the under. Yeah, I think six, six is perfect for them. Now let's uh, get to the Bama boys. I, go ahead. I, I, uh, Lane says they they have they would have to pay, uh, I think around 100 something million to get out of it early, Lane, but that that's really just pocket change when you talk about the kind of money they're going to make over the next few years. I mean, I, I, I don't see them hanging around in the big 12. I mean I bet they're probably being left out of meetings now. I mean, you know the other teams hate them now. Right. It's, it's, it's got to be ugly. So, I'm I'm 90% certain they'll be here next year. And he's got one more thing on the archie thing. I'll be the contrarian and say the over. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I I don't really have a problem with that. It's just mm-hmm. I don't see them beating Alabama. I don't mm-hmm. see them beating A&M. And I don't see them beating LSU. So, that's three losses right there. And we haven't even talked about their non-conference schedule mm-hmm. or them playing Ole Miss Mississippi State. I'm not even sure who they draw from the. Uh, from uh, I guess Missouri's is one of them. Missouri's no team to sleep on. Connor Basilac is a great quarterback. Yeah. So I uh, it's uh I, they got three losses that are just pretty much guaranteed in my book. Yeah. And uh, so it's but I, I'm with you, Lane. I, I it would not surprise me, but it's just it's too tough. Somebody's got to lose. I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> I I will say that the l the lsu game between them is that's always it's something always sketchy happens in that game kind of like when we go to jordan hare so you know so it, it, they may sneak up and beat lsu this year but who knows but i think 6 7 wins for them this year and that would be a big improvement for for an arkansas team what they've been yeah. doing Did with the you last did, did you
0: put the number at 7? I did. 7 wins. I mean that's that's what I th- I think they're going 7 and 5. That's yeah. what I think.
1: So, push, I guess.
0: It's I guess a push show or shove, whatever you call it. Yeah. I think it's called push. I'm not really push. a, I'm not really a gambling man. Dang. I ain't, I don't bet on overs and unders. So, yeah. Um,
1: now let's get to the Bama boys. Okay. Um, 25 touchdown passes for Bros. Young this year. Over. Think you think it's going to
0: be over? Yeah. Over. I, I'll say he'll have, uh, but about 30 or 32. Okay. Uh Yeah,
1: you know – 28 to 32,
0: 28 to 32.
1: I thought 25 was was kind of a good middle ground. Yeah, I mean uh, that. But, yeah, I I mean, I could see it happen because I think Bryce, like we said earlier, is uber talented. He just got to get on the field and show it, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think he will. But, you know, I think I think he'll, 28 to 30 is, is a perfect range for him, and I believe it yeah. can happen. Yeah, I'm taking the over on that. All right um malachi Moore five ints this year he had what three two or three last year
0: i'm taking the under i'm taking the under okay uh that's five interceptions in college is a lot i mean that's a lot yeah so i just i can't i can't i can't go with that i'm gonna take the under it wouldn't surprise me if he got three to four again if -hmm. he got to five uh Our defense had a hell of a year. (laughs) And that's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) Yeah. Well, even if he don't get to five, we'll have a hell of a year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You got a question? Well, Lane just – I think this is back on Bryce Young. He said he'll take the over, but he could run for a few as well. Yeah, uh, that's that's the only thing that was kind of holding me back a little bit. But uh, I could see him getting about 28 passing touchdowns. And about four to five rushing touchdowns. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm picturing for Bryce Young this year. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and soapbox for a minute. Uh, ain't it bull crap that he was snubbed for the Thorpe? Yeah. Uh, it was. He's talking about Malachi. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was, he was, he was as good a defensive back in, uh, and as a true freshman. Yeah. I mean, he, he was unreal and he was, he was kind of like, He's just one of those guys who makes the play, I mean he always makes the play when you need a play made, so uh, yeah, he was you know he he was snubbed, uh rockard was kind of snubbed as well mm-hmm. uh but who cares I, we we hoisted yeah. that trophy up at the end. That's all I
1: care about, that's right and you know, going back to Malachi, I think later, uh, late in the season last year, he kind of dealt with a little bit of injury problems. Yeah, he had some yeah. problems. I'm hoping if when he's a hundred percent dude, yeah, he's, he's one of the best bats in the nation. Like he's going to be a true sophomore this year. So it, it's amazing how, how good he is. And,
0: uh, my last one and and I oh. oh lanes talking about how he was snubbed on the preseason watch list for this oh, that's year true. yes that yeah. yeah, that's a joke that's i mean they don't even watch co- they don't watch college football apparently <laughs> who who you know figures that
1: list up apparently uh, it was a moron uh, yeah <laughs> cuz i mean that's a bunch of snubs on there you know from alabama um, That this next guy if if i also if this happens our defense is going to be legit uh-huh. but 10 sats for Will Anderson this year. Oh, uh, over. I think over. So. I, I think had, it's some he, he had, had seven. 7
0: he had 7 last yeah. year and the last what?
1: 5 games the, right, in the last, last 5 games.
0: Right. So yeah, just give me the over. I uh, would I, I would say a good number is about 13 and a half for mm-hmm. for uh for Will Anderson this year. Yeah, Lane, I mean, what do you think on that one? Yeah, that's I think I mean it's easy. Yeah,
1: I think it's easily 10 for cuz you know First of the year, he's kind of kind of feeling feeling his way on the on the field. He was over pursuing a little bit, mm-hmm. but once he
0: got it down, dude, he couldn't be stopped. Yeah. So and hey, I wanna and we talked about Chris Allen a little bit earlier and not mm-hmm. to get away from your thing, but uh he don't get talked about enough, man. I I That's think true. he's a guy that could be a he I think he's a for sure day two pick right now in the mm-hmm. NFL draft. But I think if he continues to improve the way he did last season, he could work his way into that latter part of that first round of the draft. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Lane. Lane says, I'll say easily 12 and a half, but Fidarian could take some of those numbers. Yeah, dude. Uh, dude, Fidarian is like, mm. dude, I love that guy. I know. It. I love that guy. Man, and I got to talk about the defensive line. LeBron Ray, man.
1: Man.
0: That dude cannot uh, catch a break. I know it. I hate that for him. <laughs> Excuse me. But, yeah. <laughs> I hope he can be uh, back for the first game. I, I'm not sure. I know last week Saban said a couple weeks, but I don't what know if he it means a, it. A, a, a groin, groin injury. injury. Yeah. yeah.
1: Man, I hate that. Dude. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's he's another guy who, when he's on, the, he's on the field, he's another wrecking ball pretty much on that D-line, and – And, and, I mean, that D-line, I mean, everywhere is stacked at Alabama right now. But uh, that's why I think this defense is going to be so special and it's going to live up to the hype of and maybe even better than the 2016 team. And that's pretty high standards. But
0: Yeah, uh, the defense is going to be special. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm -hmm. All right. But
1: that's (laughs) all the over-under I had um sorry i just it come and just couldn't stop it howard stern i never thought i never thought howard stern would be mentioned on this show but here we are leave (laughs) it to lane to mention howard stern (laughs) i know it
0: (laughs) but uh lane if you're here for a uh a very professional podcast you're you're at the wrong place yeah you're not going to get that here i'm sorry
1: um (laughs) lane um, you ought to know us better than that right are you
0: know, us how long now? <laughs> yeah. But. All right. Well, we're, we're about, we've about wrapped up today's show. Uh, it's getting close to 10 o'clock, so we're going to have to uh, hop into bed, get up and get ready for work in the morning. But <laughs> yep. we really appreciate everybody that tuned in. Lane, we appreciate you keeping the chat running, all the questions and comments that you had. So we really appreciate that, bud. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the channel, YouTube. Hit that thumbs up. Get in the comment section below. Uh, also, uh, you know, subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star written review. It is right there. Yeah, somewhere. it's right there, yep. right there on your screen. Right there mm-hmm. on your screen. You can find us on Spotify as well. Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcast. You know, anywhere anywhere podcasts can be found, you can find the Tide Talk Podcast. All right, one last time, make sure you head on over to betonline.ag so you can place your bets. They have that, you know, casino that's open 24 hours a day, so you can play blackjack. Roulette, poker, uh, just however you want to do it, just head on over to betonline.ag. Hey, we appreciate you, Lane. Appreciate you, Rowtide, buddy. Rowtide. All right, guys. Well, we're going to head out now. Uh, Make sure you follow the podcast on twitter at tide talk pod we're also on facebook at tide talk pod TikTok at tide talk pod that's a lot of t's and ticks and talks and tides <laughs> <It> is, yeah <laughs> i'm glad you said it not me i would have fumbled on my words on that that was that was a tongue twister it was <laughs> <laughs> all right hey uh you can follow me on twitter at blackwood 89 i'm at jake thomas tts all right guys we're heading out now roll tide roll tide